Hey, just a little heads up before we get into the episode. Sometimes people just leave at the very end, but you don't want to do that today. At the very end of this episode is a guided breath meditation. Why? Because today we're talking with the creator and founder of Zenimal, Anna Maxulka. Anna has created a portable screen-free device that is a way to help you and your child develop a meditation practice to help you insert more mindfulness into your day. This can help cultivate empathy, gratitude, relaxation, all with the touch of a button. I'm really excited for you guys to hear Anna's story, but make sure you don't just end. As soon as our conversation is over, you're in for a special treat as she has given us a three-minute breath meditation all the way at the end. So make sure you listen to that. Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where we make getting sleep help easy. And I am really excited to introduce you to a fellow woman-owned business owner, Anna Maxulka. Anna is the creator of Zenimal, which is a portable screen-free device with a touch of a button, helps your child, teenagers, and adults go through mindful meditation practices. Anna has an incredible story. I heard it recently when we hosted an in-person conference and Anna was able to come and there was not a dry eye in the room as Anna shared her story about how and why she created the Zenimal. So I know you're going to really, really connect with her and what this is all about. Now, here's the thing. I have a few things in store for you in this episode. And I just want to like tell you up front before you just jump right in. For one, we have a special promo code for you. When you use the code LittleZSleep at your checkout on the Zenimals.com website, you will be able to save some money on your device. The second thing is to not just skip all the way to the end or exit early. This podcast has a special little bonus treat where Anna is sharing with us a three-minute guided breath meditation all the way at the end. So if you've been curious about what this could even do for you or your child, just wait until the end where you can try it out yourself. Now, personally, we have two Zenimal kids in our home. Each of my girls have one, and they enjoy listening to them at the end of the day. I will let Anna tell her story, but I just want to take a moment to let you know that I am not always repping any old product out there. It is very, very concerning to me that when I have someone on the podcast, it's someone that I have a relationship with, that I trust, and then fully believe that their product can help you. I, besides Little Z's, um, I also have an entire business where we coach other sleep consultants all over the world on how to grow their business. And recently we hosted our first conference. Anna was there telling her story And we got to spend an evening together, having dinner, hearing more about her family, where she is with Zenimal. And I truly believe that this can help your child or your teenager or even you. If you are someone who struggles with anxiety, who struggles with just a racing mind at the end of the day and you can't fall asleep, I am so excited to spread the word about the Zenimal. So this is not just a random booked podcast interview. I am friends with Anna. I use the Zenimal and I am so excited for you guys to listen to her story. So enough of me. Let's step into my conversation with Anna Maxalka, the founder of Zenimal. Okay, y'all. Welcome so much to Anna Maxalka of Zenimal. I have teased about this on Instagram before, and um, it's definitely a product that seems different from what I've talked about because I'm going to just be honest. 
I've always been hesitant and everybody knows this about products where it's like, this will help your kids sleep better until I became a mom of an elementary schooler. (laughs) And Anna, you've helped me a lot with Zenimal. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, that's such a good introduction. Thank you so much. I think um, I also am so hesitant too with products, but I think as you move along the parenting cycle, you're like, so what's going to help me through this stage? Because this is different than it was a year ago and I need help. So thank you for that. And I'm, I'm you know, that was uh, one of my main missions was just to, it was really to help parents. You know, I, obviously I want to help kids, but it was like, how do I, how do I help parents get through, especially now with a, with, you know, this pandemic and all the things and social media and um, like, how, how can I support parents through this and, and be a part, part of a, you know, a positive conversation. So, so thank you for that. Yeah. Well, as I said, this is for like, I have my elementary schoolers and it works for them. Um, let's get an introduction to the Zenimal because it's not just for elementary school kids. It's also, you know, for adults, but also toddlers. So could you give us your like quick of dictionary answer? What is the Zenimal? Yeah. So the Zenimal is a completely screen-free device. It plays nine guided meditations at the press of a button. There's an earphone jack and a speaker. So you have two, two different uh, portals to listen to it. You know, if you're uh, in public, the speaker is great. Uh, or the, if you're in public, the, the earphone jack is great. And then the speaker is great if you're just, you know, want it on your pillow at night. Um, it, it is a uh, ABS plastic base unit, but then there's a food grade silicone cover that goes over it. So it's really durable. It's really safe. Um, kids can literally chew on it and it's fine. Um, all of the meditations are loaded on a uh, preloaded micro SD card that can be swapped out for new meditations and we're constantly developing new content for it. Um, we have a children's device that is roughly for children aged four to, I would say like 10 to 12. It really varies on your kid and their maturity and um, resistance level and things like that. And then we also have a teen adult device. um, And the only difference is it's a different silicone cover. And then it comes loaded with different meditations that are slightly longer and sort of use some, some bigger words and and things like that. But um, that is the, the sort of the nitty gritty of it. And I, I just wanted it to be this sort of standalone device that, um, that, that was safe for parents to hand their kid. You know, I, I, it was, uh, we, you know, probably go over why, why I created this device, but, um, I really just didn't, I didn't want it to be a phone that I was handing my own child. And so that's, that's why I created, created it. Yeah. Well, does that that answer? I thank you. Yes. That was a great answer. And I thank you that it's screen-free. Um, We, even like this week, the week that you and I are chatting, I don't know when this is going to go live, but obviously in the future, but this week I told the girls that we could not, they had to be off of the TV Monday through Thursday because they were monsters one day. And I was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) and there is something about, even if it is something like wholesome, like a PBS show on a phone, there's just something about like there is something about not being on a screen that I feel more comfortable with, that the girls are like 
they love that it's theirs. They can control it. And I know what's on it. So it's totally, it's just such a good solution. Um, And I'll get into more about why it's been a good solution for us, but I would love for you to tell your story about why you created the Zenimal. Oh yeah. That's, that is like the, my favorite part of, of, of Zenimal, I think is, is my why. And, um, when I was really young around, I think I was probably around four or five, I started having these night terrors at night, um, where I would, I'd go to sleep. Okay. And then I'd, I'd wake up in this inconsolable panic, sweating, sometimes, you know, TMI, but vomiting. It was a really visceral physical reaction to, to, whatever was happening. And, um, you know, my parents, I think it was, it was the eighties. There was no Google. There was no anything. It was like, what is happening to our kid? This is crazy. Um, this didn't happen to our other kid, which I think we can, as parents all relate to of like, no, this is not the, this is not the recipe. Um, but I think they were, they were surprised and they didn't, you know, they, I remember, you know, my dad would sit with me for hours just holding me and, and talking to me and about just anything just to try to to ease ease that uh, panic. And and I think, you know, again, as parents, we can sort of all relate to when your kid is suffering, man, it just rips you apart. So looking back, you know, at, you know, especially my dad, it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you went through that. But they eventually, my parents found a, a clinical psychologist in our tiny little town and uh, her name was Dr. Tita Fleshman. And over the course of several months, she taught me mindfulness meditation. It's not what we called it. We called it just the happy place because uh, it was the 80s. I think meditation was like pretty crunchy still then, <laughs> you know, the perception of like, that's for hippies. Um, and I was like, well, no, actually uh, it works. Um, and she knew that it did. And, and so she it was just this really basic, you know, she taught me how to control my breath. Uh, when I started to get that little, that, that feeling, you know, creep up in my throat and, um, and then relax my body, I would visualize water flowing through my body. And then I, she helped me develop my happiest place. And, um, for me, that was riding my pony on the beach and I'm very, I can, I can still go there. You know, it was every little grain of sand was, was in the perfect spot. And, and I felt safe there. And, uh, I was five to 10 minutes of that. And I was a new kid every, every time, every single time. And I think that, you know, after those few months, I went to summer camp for several weeks by myself. It was no problem. And I had been at the point where it was hard for me to leave my house. You know, it was like, it was scary for me to go to school because this, that nighttime panic had just evolved into a generalized anxiety about life. Because then you start to say, well, gosh, if I have a panic attack and my parents aren't here, or if something happens to my parents and they die, I'm going to be lost in life, right? And so that reliance on them creates a whole new level of anxiety and fear. And um, and so I, it, I was so grateful. And I think it, it really shaped the person that I became and gave me an opportunity to sort of function as a normal child. And uh, I continued to use meditation into my adult life. And then I had my first baby in 2015. And sitting in the hospital room with her and you're flooded with the hormones and the crazy and oh gosh like they're just gonna let me walk out the door like this feels really crazy and I don't have to pass a test and what if she has all the things that I had or you know what what am I gonna do for her and um and I really worried about that anxiety part and then I thought gosh I kind of remember when my parents you know thankfully my parents had the resources time and money to, to, to take me to the psychologist. But a lot of parents don't have that. And 
I also felt kind of broken, you know, and I know that mental health has come a long way and there's a lot more acceptance around it, but it was like, well, none of my friends are going to a therapist. Why do I have to, like, is there something wrong with me? And so it was kind of that moment looking at my daughter and I'm like, I don't want her to think she has something wrong with her. Like, this is actually quite normal. And as I started sifting through statistics and, and doing research and just talking to people and saying like, Hey, did you feel like a little crummy as a kid sometimes? <laughs> they were like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, Oh, so it wasn't just me. Like, this is an extremely common problem. And, you know, looking at the CDC t- statistics that the second leading cause of death now for kids age 10 to 14 is suicide. So we've got some pretty pretty bummed out kids. And, and, and I mean that not to downplay it, but it's, it's a really big issue. And, um, you know, is that moment, I always think it's very funny because I talked to so many women that didn't start their, you know, quote unquote thing until motherhood. And I think there is a switch that happens where we're like, oh yeah, no, we want to do something that matters. And we, you know, you get the sense of power. You're like, man, if I can create a baby, I can do it. <laughs> do anything. Um, and I felt that I felt that, you know, um, it just so deep in my heart. And then in 2018, I had, I had just had my second son and, uh, my dad was really suddenly hospitalized, uh, with meningitis that had gone to his heart and his brain and walking into the ICU room. And this is the guy that had sat with me for so many years and, and, and held my hand through my hardest times and looking at him and knowing I, I couldn't do anything for him in that moment. And that felt horrible, you know, and, and I just looked at my stepmom and I said, what do I like, what do I say? What do I do? Like, you know, I was like, how am I going to contribute here? And she, and I, at that point had started the idea for Zenimal and I had started recording the meditations just to pass around and see like, you can try this on your kids, see if it works. Um, and she's like, you know, your dad really likes those Zenimal meditations. You know, why don't you just start playing some of those on your phone? And so I did. And I just sat with him and, and watching the monitors like you do in those situations. And his heart rate started to come down and all of the nurses and the doctors in the room just took this like collective breath, like we all did together. And it was like, oh, like, that felt, everyone needed that. It felt, felt really amazing. And I was able to have this moment with my dad where we just sat together and were breathing. And it was, it was so special to have that. And I realized like in that second, I'm like, oh, hang on, this is not just for kids, right? Like everybody sort of needs this. And especially in these really hard situations. And that was not a unique situation for any human. A lot of humans have been in that, in that spot. And so I knew like, okay, this is bigger than, than just like a little turtle for kids. And, um, we lost my dad that night and it was interesting. I, you know, I always thought, you know, he was my best friend. I talked to him every day and I always thought that moment would, would literally kill me. I thought my heart would stop when his heart stopped and, and it didn't. And I was surprised. And then my second reaction was, okay, I'm going to, you know, take his hundreds of people that he helped in his beautiful life and I'm going to turn them into millions. And it was literally, it literally was that, that moment. And I, I knew I wanted it to be bigger than, than what I had originally started, which was just to help my kids. And, and now it's like, no, I want to, I want to fix, fix a big, a big part of, of the world. And, um, that's what I'm hoping to do through the company. And, and I know that's, very ambitious. And of course, I don't think that, you know, meditation is the end all be all, but it's a part of the conversation that I think we need to be having of, 
um, you know, that involves, uh, you know, empathy and, and gratitude and, um, and, you know, being kind, things like that, that I think makes such a huge difference in the world. So that is, that is my why. That is such a beautiful that story. That's wow. the second time um, that I've heard that. And it never mm. gets old. You oh. just feel it. You just feel it. And, um, <clears throat> and you know, I, um, I shared it, uh, and I'll, I'll say this, I'll just have to say it in the intro because it won't make any sense if I just randomly say it now. But um, <laughs> I shared at the um, Sleep Shorty Retreat about um, the story of my dad and where that came from. And for me... Um, it has definitely been a a thread of like you did that for this people but let's do this you know and yeah. and just seeing that how that impact can multiply and yeah. um i think that's so incredible um your story is just so so good and yeah. that turning point of knowing that this isn't just for kids i love that it's not yeah. just a, a a turtle for kids it's bigger than that so yeah. can you tell us about you have um the mama cards coming is that something mm-hmm. that they're, they're out, they're out in the world. So, um, I met Lisa Abramson, I like a little over a year ago and she's sort of this meditation, amazing person, um, that is out and she's actually a, a coach, but, um, she's out in the world, you know, talking about her experience postpartum. She had a pretty severe, uh, postpartum depression experience and, uh, really reversed the course of her life. Um, and she wanted to talk about it and she was, she was probably one of, this was several years ago. She was probably one of the first people to come out and really share the nitty gritty of what happened. You know, I think a lot of women that go through this are ashamed, um, you know, especially with social media now, and you have, you have all of this in your face of like, you know, women getting their hair and makeup done, you know, right after labor and just like, I'm just so blissfully happy. And this is so super easy. And look at my beautiful nursery. And all I do is nurse my baby and that's it. You know, and it was like, ugh, that's not what it is. You know, like those are moments, happy moments for sure. They're there, but like, it's hard. And, and especially if you're, if you're struck with that postpartum depression. So, so I met her and, you know, I just started developing a, a relationship with her. And I, I thought, yeah, I like, yeah, the, the company is focused on kids, but kids need moms. <laughs> um, and, and we need, we need them healthy and we need them well. And, um, so I, I knew I really wanted to do this mom card and I knew she was the right person for that. Cause I wanted it to come from this authentic place And she has an incredible book actually that she just came out with during the pandemic, which I thought was really impressive, uh, is called permission to fail. And, uh, it, it was actually hard for me to buy. Uh, I did it. Like, I didn't want to buy it. I didn't want it on my nightstand. Cause I'm like, failure is not in my vocabulary. <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is, I don't want this next to me, but actually it's quite lovely. And it, and it is, it is exactly for the person that hates failure. And, um, so she, anyway, at any rate, she, she helped me do this, this, kind of pre and postnatal card, but it's really just a card. It's pretty general. It's just a card for moms. Like, Hey, I see you. I hear you. Please take care of yourself. And then there's some techniques in there of, you know, self-love is a huge thing. And then building resiliency because boy, you got to be so resilient to be a mom <laughs> it's like day in and day out. And you got to have some, so pretty, pretty sturdy backbone. And, um, 
and so that, that was why I did that card. And, um, so that, that plays on, on either Zenimal, you know, device, either the children's or, or the teen adults, you certainly don't have to buy both devices. You can just, after your kid goes to bed, just sneak in, grab their turtle, um, and then plug in the mama card and, and, and take care of yourself. And that was, again, just like that, you know, I prioritize, I, I try to release content quarterly, but, um, that was a big one for me to get done. It was, that was really important for me. So can you tell us who on the children's cards, uh, who is doing the meditations? Ah. <laughs> it, it is mostly me. I um, thought so. <laughs> it, is, it is mostly me. So I, I came from a, the voiceover world and um, also taught Pilates, which I think the two, I was like, I don't even know, those could never come together, but like they kind of did. Uh, sort of like being in the wellness world and and taking care of you know, predominantly, predominantly women. And, um, and, uh, and then just being, you know, like having 15 years experience in the voiceover world, like I knew, I knew a thing or two and Mm -hmm. I had a lot of connections and things like that. And, um, I think I also really wanted, because all of the meditations that come preloaded on both devices are my voice. And I think I, you know, I did it, because uh, I've, I've bootstrapped the company myself. There was a little bit of, a, of money savings there. I'm cheap labor. Um, but but the main thing was was really like, I really, I knew that nobody else would care more than I cared. And and that was, I knew that would come through on some level. And 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 I and I wanted to be the one to, to introduce the product to people and and say like, this is, this is my best, right? And, and I want to give you my best. And um, so being able to, to do that. And, and every meditation on the Zenimal kids ends with, don't forget you're a good kid, which is something that my dad said to me, uh, every single day of my life and, and was the very last thing that he said to me and I was 36. So it never stopped. He never stopped saying it, even though I was an adult. So I think even, you know, I've had so many parents write in and say, that's their favorite thing. And that they even like to hear it because they didn't hear it as a kid. Um, and they still need to hear it, you know? And, and I think there is always still like the kid inside of us that didn't get what they needed as, as little people. And, um, and so sort of feeding that in, in adults as well. And, and the adult meditations end with, ends with don't, you know, you know, remember you're enough, you know, and, and just in that moment and, you know, going back to the, don't forget you're a good kid you know, I've had, I had a couple of people write and say like, oh, I don't like that you say that because then it's like the good versus bad. Like sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. I'm like, no, actually, no, you're missing. You're missing it. It's not, it's, they're always good. Like, even if they're having a tantrum, even if they've smeared avocado all over the wall, whatever it is, like they're still, you're still a good kid. I remember doing like gnarly things as a, as a child. And my dad would never leave a conversation without saying like, you're a good kid, like whatever, like whatever, however mad he was about the thing or whatever it was, like it always ended with that. And I think, um, that, that felt like a legacy that I I certainly wanted to leave on behalf of my dad. I actually did not know that that's how it ended until I heard it at the retreat because I always like Ellie listens to it when she goes to bed, but then I don't, I don't hear the rest of it. She starts it and then I'd never actually listened. So the other night I came in um, and she was just listening to them as she was sitting in her room Mm -hmm. and it ended and I was like, there it is. I heard it. And and you're so (laughs) right. Your passion comes through so clearly because you are passionate about it. And um, it's actually given us vocabulary words like empathy right? Um, You know, so situations where my oldest will ask me to do something and I'm like, I don't want to do that, but you know what I can, and it's not because like, I don't want to do that. I'm being lazy right now, but because you know what? 
I am actually really hungry and yes. I'm uncomfortable. So I'm yes. not going to stand here. Uh, yeah. Usually it's a situation where, you know, she's taking a shower and she wants me to stand there and talk to her. I'm like, I'm sorry, this is not comfortable for me. So let's yes. have some empathy and yeah. understand that standing 100%. here yes. while you're there, there, it's not comfortable. And so it's yeah. introduced these words to us that yeah. otherwise I would have thought like, oh, she doesn't understand empathy. She's seven, you know? Yeah. Um, but she does. And um, she's a very creative kid. So Aww. the creative ones are her favorite. Aww, she yes. loves the first day that we had it. The next, you know, she tested them all out. And then the next day she was like, mom, I know just what to draw today. <laughs> oh, that's the best. That's it's my daughter's favorite too, is the creativity one. Um, and I think like, I'm so glad that that got put on there. So that's, I guess, something else to, to tell people too, is that all the nine guided meditations follow nine different categories. And so all of the cards sort of all of them, all the nine meditations on all of the cards will flow in some respect into those buckets. And um, sleep obviously is the, the favorite category, but then we have creativity, we have empathy, gratitude, relaxation, breath, stillness. Uh, there's a restoration, which is just a whole body wellness kind of check-in. And then awareness. And awareness is kind of talking a little bit about what, what you're talking about. And it's it's building that new vocabulary for kids to have and and the awareness over their voice, right? And their their actions and the power of their voice and the power of listening to others and to themselves. And, you know, it's, I think so often, especially, you know, kids from the 80s and 90s, it was sort of this thing of like, go to your room until you're happy and then come out, right? Because I'm uncomfortable with your angry emotion mm-hmm. or I'm uncomfortable with your tantrum or your sadness you come out when I'm comfortable with your, with whatever emotion you are experiencing. And it's like, oh, I think that's a little bit wrong. You know, I think um, while I don't love my son standing in the middle of the kitchen and screaming at me because I put four ice cubes in his cup instead of three, right? Like I now have the awareness to say, gosh, you're really angry. Like, and, and he now can say like, I am angry, you know, like in, you know, like, or I am feeling angry. I think that's actually the, the big thing that we, try to do in our house is like, I'm feeling this thing. It doesn't mean he's an angry person. He's just experiencing anger in this moment. And so it's, you know, making sure to, to sort of help them label that. And, and maybe, you know, they're, they're young enough that they don't have the, you know, the, the words just yet, but it's like, oh, I feel fire in my stomach or whatever. I feel fire in my belly. And that's the anger, right? Oh, you can label that. Oh, that's your anger. Okay. Yeah. Like let's, let's see how we can get through this together. And, um, so helping families sort of navigate that, helping kids accept who they are, you know, like I've, I've always had a little bit of a, an, an edgy temper to me my whole entire life. And I think I've really up until recently, I was ashamed of it, you know? And it was like, but it's not going anywhere. It's not. And it's like, okay, I'm just going to kind of like that about myself. And I'm going to try not to hurt people. And I'm, you know, like, you know, try to be more aware of when, when those moments sneak in, but it's like, I'm not going to hate myself for it anymore. And so I think helping kids, helping kids with that as well has, has been really cool. Sometimes I think about like, gosh, my kids are going to be really well equipped. I hope one day. Yes. You know? well, like, hello. Yes. Look at what you do. <laughs> well, of like, the job. You're going to have in, very well-adjusted children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, dang, our kids are going to be like amazing one day. Like all of us yes. collectively, because this is like, 
every time I, I have someone on the podcast or I learn about something new, I'm like, what a time to be alive. <laughs> yes. like, Isn't it amazing? We can like know all these things and have access yeah. to these things. And, yeah. um, and I do feel at least in my little corner of the world, I do feel like there's a shift off of screens and into other areas for this, um, and becoming aware of how these things impact you. So, um, yeah, for, for us, um, the Zenimal has been definitely a tool that helps our girls, my older one, it helps her calm down. And actually I'll, I'll come back to what you said earlier about when you're a child and having those thoughts of like, are my parents going to die? Like what's going to happen? She used to ask these like really big life questions. And when you said that a little bit ago, I was like, I don't remember the last time she asked that. You know, she, she used to say that a lot, like what, what, and she would get really upset. What happens when you, when you die one day and we'd have to go through this whole thing. Well, you know, Lord willing, that won't be for a really long time and you'll be. And then I was like, I don't really want to have this conversation at eight 30 at night. Totally. (laughs) Totally. That's always when they come out though. Right. (laughs) It's when when they would come out. And (laughs) when you said that, I actually hadn't put it together that we haven't had those conversations in a very long time, those thoughts in a long time. Um, and so our routine is that, um, she gets ready for bed. Then she has her alone time. Um, and then I'll read to her for a little bit. And then she has like a little bit more alone time. And then she listens, she goes to sleep and listens to her animals. And, um, that she always likes me to like, choose one for her. And so that's our like night, like choose one for me, mom. I don't know. It's going to be a surprise. And then I'll put the sleep one on every time. She's like, mom, Like, well, that's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the they love the sleep fairy. That's that's definitely a popular one. That was my most favorite one that I ever that I ever did. And it was when I was deciding on sort of ideas for stories. My daughter is such a fairy fan. Um, and so I'm like, oh man, this is just if if anyone loves this, it's just for Alice. And but then it turned out it's like, oh, it's it's my favorite too. And um there I don't know what it is about it, but it's it is a great story. And so for that card, um there are a few different voices on that card. I, I did do the I was selfish and took that story uh for myself. There's a few different voices on that card which kind of mixes mixes it up a little bit and um and but yeah yeah, certainly the, 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 the stories are wonderful. And I think, um, while they're not, you know, official meditations, I think it gets kids' minds away from their day and away from that inner chatter that is so, so loud at night. And, um, so that was that, that pocket mouse card is, it does, does hold this, a special place in my heart. And, um, but sleep fairy for sure is, is, is pretty wonderful. Um, that actually reminds me, Ellie, my daughter asked me to ask you who, who says the Jack and the Beanstalk story? Oh, that, oh man, he's wonderful. Um, uh, Sean is his name. He, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Oh, it's okay. He was the, he was the voice of Oh, um, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should still say that, but it's okay. Um, we don't know which one, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> and so he, um, he was somebody I met through a friend of a friend. And like, that's also like the perk of living out here in LA is you just have access to so many uh, amazing, amazing people. And, um, so he did, he did Jack and the Beanstalk. And then I think he did, he does the stillness meditation on that card as well. Um, and maybe one more, but he is, he's the best. He's such an, and he's a dad too. Right. So he was like, he was so pumped to do the project and he is, he is great. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Ellie was like, uh, I told her I was interviewing you and she was like, she's the one who does these. Right. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And she was like, well, you have to ask her 
who did the Jack and the Beanstalk? I yes, like, I know. I know. It's always that rogue voices when you're so used to hearing my voice. You're like, who is this? Who is this coming into my room at night? Uh, but they are friendly. They are friendly, lovely people. Um, yes. And then uh, the troll who lost her appetite. And uh, she has a couple other on there. Kate Stallworthy. She's in the UK. She's also a mom. Um, and and that was like when I was looking for other voices. So this is mid pandemic. This is actually the very beginning of the pandemic when I was trying to develop this card. Uh, it was a hot mess. People know there was no studios open, right? Everyone's like making, putting stuff up in their garages. Like we're trying to get stuff done. It was a, it was a nightmare. Um, and so these, these like amazing people came out of the woodwork. And then, cause I think at that point I was like, Ugh, people are going to be so sick of my voice. I really want other voices on there. Like, can you guys help me out? And then I was trying to get these creative writers to come in because I'm like, I don't, you know, I think after a while, all meditations start to sort of sound the same if you don't, you know, put a lot of effort into it. So instead of hiring, you know, like specifically meditation people, I hired creative writers who had a meditation background mm-hmm. and, and that's, those are the people that wrote, wrote those stories and, and, um, <laughs> yeah, trying to get that all done in like the very beginning. And then my, both my kids are home and it was oh. just like, I think we can all relate. Like that was a pretty nutty time. Um, <laughs> still some days it is, uh, but uh, we're all, we're all trying to, to, to manage, manage this new, new way of living. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was always, that was always a challenge, but yeah. But yeah, so the, the different voices. And I think, you know, that's always something that, that I will play around with is adding in new voices. So I'm always, if anyone has any idea who's listening, like I would like this voice, then I will go out and I will find you that voice. And I'll, I'll do that. So always welcome feedback. Certainly. <laughs> I love that. So where can people currently grab a Zenimal and learn more? Yeah. So we, you can get a Zenimal on our website, www.zenimals.com. Um, we sell all of the colors there. We sell all of the cards there. Uh, there's some extra shells there as well, but in different colors. Uh, and then we just launched the Zenimal Kids and the Zenimal Plus in the teal and the blue. So you can't get the purple or the uh, pink and lavender on Amazon uh, just last week, which was uh, different. So people who really love ordering from Amazon now can at least get the device there. Um, we're still figuring out how to sell kind of more products on there and, and if that works, but, uh, but yes, on Amazon, we are, we are trying that out, which I never thought that I would, but here we are. Uh, but the website's really the best place to go because you can have all of the information and, um, we have a lot of resources on there as well. And then, um, all of the, Sorry, all of the social media platforms are at the Zenimal. So we are just starting TikTok, which I'm super excited about. Um, it's going to be a real slow, slow move because I'm an old lady. So give me a second. Um, and then, uh, but Facebook and Instagram are, are, have been up and running for a while. So there's a lot of, a lot of great, great places there. And I'm, we're always doing giveaways and things. So it's a great, great place to follow us and um, check in to see new cards that are coming. I do have two new sleep cards coming. I just sent them to the factory, all the files. So those should be coming in the next month or two, which is really, really wonderful. And I'm really proud of that content. I think I, I learned a lot and um, from the last two years. And so we have a lot of affirmations in there and we have a lot of body relaxation, um, which was something that, that people really seemed to embrace. So 
So yes, but definitely, definitely head over to our website. It's all there. It's, it's pretty accessible. And um, then email us always. I, I do see all of the emails that come through hello at zenimals.com. Um, and they, you know, if you need to be routed to me, if you have a specific question, like they will, they'll get you in touch with me and um, always available, always um, there. And then definitely social media. Awesome. Um, and if you are shop, which everyone should just go to the website because you get to see everything wonderful, but we even have an affiliate code for you. So check yes. the show notes. So you can check that as well. I think it's just little Z sleep. That's everything. Um, but yes, that's linked for you guys as well. This is not just for kids. This is for adults. And I'm so, so thankful for you sharing your story and just the idea and the concept of this is so needed. So thank you. Well, thank you, Becca. Thank you for everything that you do for, for parents and, and for kiddos alike. I think our missions are, are so very similar. So I'm so grateful to, to know you. And I'm um, just like count my lucky stars that our paths crossed. I told you, you may not have dry eyes at the end of this conversation as Anna told her story. And I am again going to remind you to check out the show notes. That's where we're linking all of our coupon code for Zenimal. That's where you'll find information about um, the different products that she has and anything else that we shared in this episode. Okay. So now I appreciate you being here, but I know you are just ready to jump in to Anna's guided breath meditation. So hang on a few seconds and then get ready to catch your breath. Take a moment all for yourself. Let's practice our mindful breathing. This can be done sitting, standing, walking, or lying down comfortably. As long as you're not walking, you may now gently close your eyes. We'll start by taking a deep breath in through the nose and letting it all the way out through the mouth. Imagine with each breath you breathe in, you're filling a balloon in your belly. And with each breath out, the air is completely emptied out of the balloon. Let's practice filling the balloon as we count to three and letting the air out as we count to four. Deep breath in, two, three. Deep breath out, two, three, four. Keep going, deep breath in, two, three. Deep breath out, two, three, four. With each breath in, the balloon gets bigger and bigger. And on the out, the balloon gets smaller and smaller. Deep breath in, two, three. Deep breath out, two, three, four. Now let's try taking deep breaths in to fill your heart with love and relaxation. As you take a deep breath in, your heart fills with a wonderful, calm feeling. And as you breathe out, feel any worries or sadness pour out. Deep breath in, filling your heart with joy and peace. 
exhale, letting out anything that needs to go. Deep breath in, two, three, and deep breath out, two, three, four. Take a moment to try a few on your own. Let's move your breath now to your mind. Breathe in quiet, calm thoughts. Breathe out, releasing any worries, any struggles, any tension. Deep breath in, two, three, and deep breath out, two, three, four. Great job. Remember, your breath is always with you, wherever and whenever you need it. Let's take a final deep breath in and a deep breath out. Gently wiggle your fingers and toes. And when you're ready, slowly open your eyes. Thank you for taking this moment to breathe mindfully today. And don't forget, you're a good kid.